is Monday, August 9th, 2021, and you are listening to the 50th episode of Stop Skeletons 50. from Podcasting. 50. Uh, 50. Is it the early 2000s and we're going to be like, 55? <laughs> Actually, 50? <laughs> I immediately no. did it wrong. No, we're going to be like, we're going to pronounce it fitty. And then uh, Robert 50 Cent is going to say, please stop calling it fitty. Okay. I'm Derek. And then he takes out his grandma's garbage. Yeah. That's the only thing I know about And then he files cents. for bankruptcy. Poor, well, and he's stops got vitamin making, water. <laughs> stops making music because it was never very good. He's, he's into TV now. He does yeah, he he's has the, a, yeah, no. a TV show. 50 don't get his. He should get back to video games. It's the last time he did a video game. It was shockingly pretty remarkable. Really good, yeah. It was a remarkable great, game. Wait, who's that talking over there? Who I'm you? Grace. I'm Derek. I'm producer Grace. I'm Uncle Derek. Um, Derek... So we we heard this um, from somewhere on the internet where someone claimed that <sighs> Derek calls me producer Grace because it's his kink, and actually no, that's incorrect. It's my kink because my kink is being respected. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I don't want to in the call, workplace. I don't want to call this person out because it was literally a podcast that had like. A, you were just doing like an ego search. I was, right? and I found this podcast <laughs> that has like a dozen views, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll listen to this." And I kind of fast forwarded to them. We're talking about us, and then they were like, yeah, "I only want to listen to the me part." <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> just like an hour and a half, and I was like, well, "I don't want to listen to it." And I had to listen. I, I did yeah, listen you, to you most had some of it. time to kill, but not that much time. Exactly, perhaps, and they were yeah. like. And he, yeah, he I'm does sure it lots his... of our listeners feel the same way when mm-hmm. they listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fine. <laughs> but they were like, yeah, her name's, he calls her producer Grace, and I don't want to kink shame. And I thought that, that was really funny. Yeah, so shout out we liked to, it. Shout out to you guys if you were actually, if you were in fact listening. But uh, I know we have some people listening here in the chat. Um, and you know what? We have some people that were, that couldn't be here with the chat, and they left some comments and questions and whatnot. But we're going to get to those a little bit later. Yeah. I feel like that's the typical podcast format is the questions, emails, comments, sections always towards the end. Grace, why the heck are we doing this on the second Monday, not the first Monday? Because we were out of town for the last Monday. Yeah, we were in Alaska Yeah, for a week. Have you guys heard about it? I feel like we only mention Alaska anytime we talk to anyone ever, like mm-hmm. <laughs> including this podcast. It's always like, well, I'm from Alaska. Which means that I like to take my shoes off in the house. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like we're always, as much as we perhaps don't home, like Alaska. Grace actually has her shoes on right now and it's driving me a little crazy. Is it? Oh, I know it is. I'm but sorry. Yeah. You, of course. <laughs> it's, you know what? I feel like it's my right as the primary vacuumer of the household that I'm. I'm allowed to wear my shoes inside sometimes. I think Derek, I have you just have a I larger have threshold for bunions, mm. Derek. Well, I have I have a, a orthotics this is like, that I started wearing. <laughs> this is so honestly, like I should be wear, I should be wearing my shoes in the house too because I have orthotics. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why I'm wearing mine. Okay, well, I I need, have, we need I have to bunions. get we need to get like some cheapy, like indoor only <laughs> shoes. Well, I got some and I forgot about them oh. <laughs> as soon as we got back from our week long vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. You also took the dogs out before this podcast, so yeah, you just left your shoes on. That's you, actually we might when we were quiet, we might be able to hear dollop snoring. Yeah, let me know if you can hear snoring. Hold on. In the recording. That was a very gentle. That was a snore. gentle. You probably can't hear that. Dollop is a tiny dog. Nine pounds, ten pounds. 
she snores like a banshee sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, as the primary vacuumer of the household, I feel like it is I'm allowed to wear shoes sometimes, mm-hmm. especially since I've vacuumed the entire house like three times in the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we found a hack that apparently um, if you have a stinky carpet, you can just sprinkle uh, baking uh, soda on it and let it sit overnight and there you go it's actually it's good is gone works and which is kind of crazy yeah. because um as we've mentioned on this podcast before stop skeletons from podcasting bingo mark it down <laughs> our dog um is an elder dog who you know has not had been had the opportunity to be house trained for most of its life and she she has adapted to being house trained really well However, we've just had some accidents that have happened in the house. It's yeah, that, that were left on... That were unnoticed. On, yeah, like we, we... Not as clean as... We had a process for when the business was dropped yeah. in the wrong business building, correct? Yeah. Uh, if I could... if I if, To use a little French business. Yeah. Uh, we had processes for cleaning that up. And it turns out that process is maybe not quite as uh, airtight well, no, it's that process is good. It it's just that because she weighs only 10 pounds when she pees, it's like less than a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. And you just it's just hard to notice that there's, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, there's sometimes she comes in from the walk and she just goes to the couch and lies down. And when she gets up, there's a little spot left over. You know what? That's Who happens. am I to judge? Yeah. I'm turning 30 this you were, month. You were I'm also an, an elder millennial. Yeah. A geriatric millennial. Oh wow! By Just the next like by the next podcast, it will have been your birthday. And yeah. This is so. This is your also. Not only is it episode fifty, mm-hmm. your last episode as a twenty-something. Yes. How does that make you feel? Um, invigorated. That you've spent your that you spent your entire twenties podcasting. Podcasting, <laughs> stopping myself from podcasting. <laughs> it's you know what I feel. Well, I feel twenty-nine and flirty but i can't wait till i can say that i feel 30 and flirty mm-hmm. that's how i feel about that we actually met uh when i was 30 years old and you changed the the, the screen on my screensaver to 30 and flirty but like we had been dating i know at that because point. you were so you you were so was, self-conscious about being 30 and i thought it was silly yeah i guess i was but now it's <laughs> but like i wanted to be like no it's fun but like I, now i'm like in the point of my life where like i tell people i'm in my like i'm technically like in my late 30s, I guess now, technically. Yeah. And I tell people that and they're like, you are? <laughs> well, so. that's the the thing is I don't really mind being 30 because I feel like I've looked like I'm I'm 30 since I was 19. Like I've just been, I've always just looked old and mm-hmm. I, I have a like mom vibe, I think. Even when I've worked at like colleges or I've worked, I don't know what my, I just kind of project this air of Grace Kramer plays by the rules doesn't mess around and which i don't really identify with Mm -hmm. (laughs) personally but i I just i feel like you know you put me with a vera bradley bag and some chinos and i i look like i should be at the country club or Mm -hmm. waiting in line at a ross yeah something like that i think it's gonna work out though when you hit 40 you'll still look 30 though you'll just you'll be like you know and that's a good place to be who knows yeah i say you wear wear it well you know what if I'm 40 and I look 40, that's fine because I'm 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't I can't be that bad about that. It's like I've lived on this earth. So, mm-hmm. yep, that's why this is what I look like now. It's good to look like that, yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. Oh, I need to mute my 
computer. What am I doing? Yeah. Oops. Also, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, uh, like derail this conversation we're having. But I'm just freaking out here because in the chat we have two people named Natalie, uh, and we welcome all Natalies. But to see two of you and you spell it the same way as as a Derek, and many many different ways to spell a Derek. I'm just like, what are the odds? Do you see two Natalies? I see two Natalies. I only see one. Oh, on the on the like up on on the left there. Oh, oh, yep. So I mean, we welcome all Natalies, of course. But I just can't. It's You'll like, have to duke it out for supremacy later. Yeah, how am I supposed Not to? Not during no. my podcast time. <laughs> this is my me time. <laughs> Can I actually? I I recently had an experience where I was around another Grace who was somewhat close to my age. <laughs> Oh yeah, and how was old was she? I didn't. Me. I didn't think well, to. Oh, because I, I just had. I just met her, so I didn't think to also thing, ask her age. Is that I? So I'm as we said. I'm turning thirty mm-hmm. this month, and I was just kind of hanging out, and I met this person, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's so nice to meet you because I've never met. Like it's really rare to meet other Graces who are my age, and she was like. Um, actually, I meet a lot of Graces that are my age, and then I asked her how old she was, and she was like. 22 <laughs> oh and i died inside <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> by the way she's dating or is dating someone who's a little bit older than that so yeah, I, was yeah. a, I was a little surprised but you know what the, there's nothing wrong with that it you know it's just that i got burned super hard mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know what i don't mind getting burned yeah i had a <laughs> uh, experience um i don't want to like be calling out people and starting beef but she says, a.k.a. Derek, a.k.a. Boundary Break. Uh, one time we were having just some kind of exchange on Twitter. I forget even how it happened. But he was he said something to me and he replied like, yeah, I know, blah, blah, blah. Huh? Right, Derek? And he spelled it D-E-R-R-I-C-K. And we are both D-E-R-E-Ks. And Grace can attest that when another Derek meets another Derek and the five letter D-E-R-E-K Derek, when they meet each other, we always ask, like, how do you spell your name? And if they are a D-E-R-E-K, Derek, we're like, fuck yeah, bro. We're like one of the good Hell ones. Hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Boundary Break is one of those Derek's. Mm-hmm. So then I got to I got to Josh him a little bit. I just like replied back in quotes, Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K. And then he just like, I think he responded back like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you only got to apologize to yourself, man. He's, you yeah, played yourself. committed the ultimate Derek sin. Come on, man. To be fair, maybe it's just because I'm you know, with a five-letter Derek, and so I'm biased. You know, I just have a confirmation bias to only see those kinds of Dereks around. But I feel like that D-E-R-E-K Derek is the most common Derek. I guess it's it's a it's it's a persecution complex. I feel Probably. like growing up, it was it was rare to see a five-letter Derek. It might be. Do you think it was more that people just misspell it a lot is that the problem because it is kind of an unusual spelling you know what here's here's what it is okay here's what it is whenever i go and get whenever i'm at some place and i have to give a name they write it down on whatever mm-hmm. they they very seldom spell it right it's a disaster every yeah. time so like maybe, right right now our p.o box like has the name desh on it i don't even know how they screwed that up <laughs> it says d-e-c H Alexander, every, like every I time, wrote down the form. That's like, what did you do? You got the five letters right. Every Derek, every time I pick up a package from the PO <laughs> box, I don't know if this happens to you, but they ask me for my ID because they're like, "You're definitely not Dash." <laughs> <laughs> like, but Grace is on the box too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can. Are you Grosh? <laughs> Grosh. <laughs> I, I, I attest it to... Uh, or I, 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 assume, I assume that uh, I was spelt this way because my mother is actually uh, German. She was born in Berlin, mm-hmm. uh, moved when she was three. Uh, and I just assumed, I, I, th- I think how it worked out was uh, first a middle name. My parents like swapped. There's three of us. And one of them got the first name. I think my mom got the first name for me and my dad got the middle name. And so she, so she was going to go with Derek. She's probably going to go with what I think is a more European way to spell it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But all I just know is... Uh, you know, fewer letters, man. It's like, we're in a recession. Come on. These extra Derek's with like the, you know, 8 million consonants. You think, come on. You think birth certificates grow on trees? <laughs> gotta, yeah. Gotta make multiple copies of those. Mm-hmm. And as always, whenever we have this discussion, I have to end it with, and fuck the guy from Sum 41. He's Derek, D-E-R-Y-C-K. Yeah. Got the C-K, only one R, but a Y, bro? A Y? <laughs> come on, bro. It's not. I mean, I guess like in on, the nineties, that was sort of weird. Maybe it wasn't a popular thing to use Y in place of like eyes or whatnot. Oh, yeah. And to be fair, I'm not really hating on some forty one. Just that guy's name. <laughs> to be honest. I don't I like it. Does this look infected is a solid album. I recall that being a pretty solid album. I remember Chuck not being very good, but I will I will go against you there. But I think D Dairy Ick is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's if you want to if you want to pronounce it that way. Okay, because he's not but true. You can't Derek. be a Derek. Yeah. Okay. There was a club. I I see him at the door and be like, "No, sorry, man." Into yeah. Deep has a really cool, uh, like guitar tap solo that I appreciate for a punk pop song. But, nah, bro, nah. I'm. You'll have to forgive me. I'm a little bit discombobulated because our car, uh, like exploded last week. Yeah, this is <laughs> not, also not actually exploded, but kind of. Derek, Derek put was we were trying to jump the car because yeah. the battery died when we got back from the plane. And I it was the, just put Derek the, put the wrong thing on the wrong thing, and sparks literally came out, and it was really scary. Yeah, and, I think uh, I, I, are these this this car we have, it's like new-ish, and it's got all the like GPS, and the the battery dies a lot really fast. So like I don't know, we've had to jump it before. Uh, one time we were waiting for a damn uh, uh, a ferry because we wanted to go across the the water. And just sitting there and idling for like, um, whatever it was, half hour, 45 minutes, like we're waiting to get on the ferry and then the car just won't start. And this person like jumps lanes and like, uh, like this person, jumps us. I think you mean this hero. They were, yes, yeah, they were citizen hero. It was so, Cause we were just like, you know, everyone's going on the ferry and we'd all been waiting for a half hour. And then like my car just won't start. And I'm like, I didn't ask for this. I don't know. what. It and this person was just like kind of cut lanes and, you know, to get in front of us and let us jump. That was nice. So we finally bought ourselves like a, uh, you know, a pocket portable jumper and we even got ourselves a new battery. Uh, we had to leave the we car. We pulled out at, all the stuff. We really did everything we could, I think, by putting the reverse polarity, reverse polarity on a on a car battery is is, is not good. Um, and near as I can tell, I think that battery's dead, but that's fine. We kind of need to replace it anyway. And then we finally got ourselves a portable jumper. But I think I messed something else up. So <laughs> we are waiting for a call from the shop. Hopefully today. They said they would start working on it today. This was this. We got back on. We're on, not getting a call today. We got back on Thursday night. And I was looking forward to driving from the airport. Because normally we, you know, 
do a ride share or there's a train that goes from the airport here in Seattle uh, to a decent portion up through Seattle, but we live a little further north. So we would have had, we could have taken the train to a certain spot and then had to like, you know, Uber somewhere else. But we're like, you know what? Let's just like, let's spend the money for the convenience, the energy. Cause the we had peace of mind. We, we traveled with both dogs. Yeah. Um, we had suitcases, uh, you know, it's just, Let's just all throw in the car and drive home, and uh, that did not the uh, su- such the opposite of that happened. <laughs> uh, so we left the, left the damn car overnight, and then you know we SeaTac is not a, a stone's throw, so we had to drive all the way down Friday with the new battery and try and jump that, and then we got to get towed. Hopefully, we'll hear back from the. Uh, from I, the I guess today. I only bring it up because if you can hear the exhaustion in our voices, it's it's from that. I'm still kind of tired from. I guess going, being away from a week, being with family, and then <laughs> having to dedicate like two yeah. days to figuring out how to get and, the car thirty also, miles north. There's only an hour difference between you know Washington and Alaska. However, this time of year, this is the time of year to visit Alaska because the sun just doesn't really set, or if it starts getting any, if it gets dark at all, it isn't does isn't getting dark until like seriously after midnight. Between midnight and one a.m. is when you start seeing daylight, kind of significantly go away uh, it's beautiful wreaks havoc on your sleep schedule we actually made a pat grace and i were like okay you know we need this vacation we've been kind of slipping on this on the sleep schedule let's 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 spend this vacation to get our sleep schedule right and we could not get to bed before two yeah three a couple times so that also is uh that's messing with us <laughs> yeah it's a cost of doing business when you mm-hmm. go to alaska yeah it happens you know what but the cost of doing business in Alaska, there's no sales tax, so <laughs> that's kind of nice. I guess so. I tried to buy a new pair of pants, but the pants, the, the, the targets they have in Alaska don't quite have the same, or at least that one smaller target didn't have the pants I was looking for. Most people in Alaska come to Seattle to shop, Derek. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> just wanted to let you know. I was like, I, clear, I can obviously <laughs> get like these pajama pants from Target. They'll, uh, they'll have them, right? No. No. That's a bummer. But we're here. We're back. We really, I don't know about you, Grace. I needed that vacation. But um, my family was kind of in the middle of a, uh, everyone's, everyone in my family's like buying and selling houses and moving and stuff. <laughs> so It's, it's, it's ca- a thing a lot of people are doing. So honestly, like, I didn't have, a, I kind of just chilled out. You were on major family duty. Yep. Uh, I feel like I, I feel pretty rested feel good yeah 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 i'm i'm like you wouldn't know this but i'm the extrovert in our coupling yeah well i mean the other people wouldn't know that. i'm good at you fa- know that i'm really good at faking an extrovert i have to but I don't like yeah doing, i have yeah. to drag you out to do stuff with people but like I, i've had jobs where it. i'm like i'm extremely good on the phone with people hey doing it can't do it <laughs> like one or two phone calls which is I'm crazy because like i feel like the the idea that you're good on the phone is like crazy to me because i'm Whenever I hear you on the phone, I'm like, I just want to like shake you out of frustration. It's usually like a doctor's <laughs> call and you're like, oh, do I have any questions? Nope. And I'm like, I, I made a list. <laughs> I made a list of questions. Well, when it comes to like, hi, your, you know, your package is here or, uh, you know, hey, we, the thing you pre-ordered is available. Like, you know, that type of stuff. The customers, I can do customer service crap on the phone. I'm good okay. at that. I don't like doing it, though. Yeah. I, never, I never liked doing it. But yeah, it's it's great. Compared to the rest of my family, I am an extrovert. Yeah, wild. <laughs> my fam- my parents think I'm an extrovert, and 
that's uh, hilarious to me that's too. adorable yeah just because of like the amount of times in my life i've like derek don't worry after this like event is over we're gonna get you ice cream we're gonna set you down you're gonna watch gears of war i promise not to talk to you <laughs> man <laughs> or whatever that's that's how i recharge this weekend is i just played a whole bunch of gears of war horde mode which yeah. is so fun oh my god that's still like if, if if a game mode could be like one of my favorite games of all time <laughs> holy crap mm-hmm. gears 5 horde mode amazing. so incredible at least it is now I'm glad you're back in it I it kind of I felt fell like, away from it. I felt like I months. needed to play like other games. I kind of felt bad that I was still playing it, so I like forced myself to uninstall it. And then I played like Hollow Knight, and I, I, I Salt and Sanctuary was just one game I'd like been meaning to play for a really long time. And that game's actually really fun. Mm-hmm. And the sequel's coming out, and that's cool. And I just you know it's like we 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 spend this monthly you know money for Xbox Game Pass, not an ad, sorry, but we do, <laughs> you know. Um, and it's like there's so many other awesome games that are being uploaded all the time or just some weird new game. I'm like, what the hell? Let's try this weird new thing. Uh, but I'm like, no. Gears. Just want to play Gears. <laughs> um, and some Halo. But more on that later. I know uh, Forte is going to freak out when I talk about Halo. Uh, that's happening. Don't worry. But yeah. Man, I, I just recently learned. I'm, this is going to sound very idiotic to people who are familiar with Halo. But I didn't realize that like I fell off around Reach, so I, I feel like that was the right time to fall off, right? Yeah, before all this like sprinting drama <laughs> started. Like I, I just recently learned that people are very upset about sprinting in Halo, and even like the ability to sprint in Halo doesn't really make sense to me. I've never been, I guess, because I'm I'm older. I don't know if you guys heard, but I'm I'm a girl, not yet a thirty and flirty, <laughs> but. <laughs> Also free Britney. <laughs> free Britney. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I'm older. I'm not very good at like Call of Duty. I don't enjoy, I don't even like watching Call of Duty. It just happened. Everything happens so fast. I just don't find it fun. It's a, you know, whatever. I actually tried playing Call of Duty before. I think, I think that kind of was what got me into Gears. Mm-hmm. I wanted something kind of competitive and action-based. And I think COD 4 or uh, 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 Black Ops 4 yeah. was a free PSN game. And I was like, I'll give us a shot. I'm just not good at Call of Duty. And I just I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I can, I now have a further. It's funny. You were actually so bad that I was like, well, maybe you're just going against people who have you know mouse and keyboard. Maybe you're going against PC. And then I looked it up and it was like, no, no, <laughs> you're, I, you're actually everyone else is using. it. I actually too. made an attempt to like <laughs> sort of get good at it, not just play it until I'd magically click with me. I actually watched people like kind of break it down and it's like the run, slide, jump, turn. I just, I just don't like playing. And to be honest, I don't like really playing Gears of War. How you're supposed to play, at least competitive, like the way you're supposed to slide and slide, dash, cancel, and, and do all these up B and all that stuff with mm-hmm. you know your crazy shotgun techniques. I just like playing horde mode. <laughs> which, which one are you playing, by the way? Uh, which Gears of War? Yeah, or like you're playing five, five horde yeah. mode, right? Yeah. Can you play the other ones? Sure, but they're not? still making okay. new content. There's two new, new like tours of duty. It's like for Gears Five. I feel kind of weird. I mean, I know this is like what gaming is. However, when I watch you play Gears and then it goes to the end of the match and it's like, here are all your points so that you can draw cards to get new points to do X, Y, Z. And it's, you know, 100% like that cell phone monetization model. Yeah. It's just a little like, bleh. I don't I know. I mean, it's nice if you're 
willing to do it like free free to play but you, yeah. you could totally just buy all that stuff right no, it's actually there there's only two currencies in gears five okay oh yes actually gears i think gears one through five natalie are on game i think all gears is on uh game pass even uh, judgment and tactics yeah it's all it's all there but five is the Judgment's only one. Judgment's not as bad as people say it is. It it was. I, if I can go out there, I, I like Judgment. It was neat <laughs> as a multiplayer game, but no, the campaign's fine. Yeah, yeah, it was fine, but it was definitely like it, it should. It's after not a Gear, full game. Gears Three is like still arguably the best that series was, and it was not a solid follow up. No. Yeah. No. But um. Oh yeah. And oh crap. And now I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about the cell phone and monetization in Gears. Oh, yeah. No, there's only two um, currencies. There's there's gold and iron. Mm-hmm. And most things... There, there are a handful of like, esports, uh, cosmetics, and past tour of duties uh, unlockables. Those are those are money only. So if you want to spend, you know, I think 9 or $12 to get a cool bunch of cool skins, uh, you can. But... A lot of it is, you know, they give every tour of duty has a whole suite of new kind of uh, achievements within the game. And you, when you do the achievements, you are awarded stars and the stars allow you to level up in that tour. And that is also how you unlock stuff. It's also how you get more gold and some iron. And okay. uh, a lot of the cosmetics can be bought with both gold and iron. Some only iron. So some it's 100% only gold. cosmetic then like you're not buying gun functionality or no it is definitely not a play to win situation it's just like hey just for fun here's fucking the the, the locust swarm queen yeah but also here's like a really cool costume where she's like wearing like white and has like ruby bedazzled all over it and it's like here's a gun i'll spend forty thousand gold on that (laughs) oh my god like the low the the new locust queen was all like look like she's all like technically like a cool she's like got rock stuff in her on her body as well as like cool like kind of technically like octopus looking stuff she looks rad mm-hmm. she looks super badass um and i uh i missed a chance to get a cool one of no. hers a couple of tour duties ago but that's that's okay could you buy it if you wanted to uh, yeah with money i could and i don't i'm not quite there and yeah. also like honestly that, that doesn't sound like a use of the company card that n- i would approve and, and also because i because i played horde mode you can't ever play as a like locust swarm character because you're fighting the locust, and so it'd be kind of confusing that like one of your teammates is looks like a crazy locust, um, but they're not. Be, so honestly, I don't even really use locust characters that often anyway. Um, so it's kind of be kind of pointless. Yeah, it's kind of cool. To have, I mean, though. you I are know. talking to the person who prestiged Heather three times on Dead by Daylight, so that I yeah. could. So you could get like so the I could cool... match her with a like red skirt because so. every time yeah there's three types of cosmetics in Dead by Daylight head torso and legs yeah and when you prestige somebody in that uh, you just get like here's a costume here's like a pair of pants you already have but they're bloody <laughs> so you do that three times because I unlocked uh, Cheryl slash Heather's uh, Halloween no Christmas sweater which is red yeah and I needed to have a bloody skirt and a bloody face to match it mm-hmm. Does that mean you only it's have to do it twice? It's called fashion. Yeah. Um, it also is called, I think that that, because to, to prestige a character, you need like. A million plus. It probably points, was right? like like three 40 hour work weeks, like honestly, <laughs> to get this, to unlock this, like the amount, yeah. the insane amount of time I spent doing this. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't. So I'm not embarrassed. So then, let me have this Gears of War thing. Yeah. But also, we got off topic. You were talking about uh, the the dashing in Halo. Oh, sprinting. Sprinting in Halo. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm a huge fall. Like I love it when I just incur like encounter a little niche, and then there's like a hotly debated topic or some sort of drama within that niche amazing Mm -hmm. so now i've learned that sprinting in halo is highly controversial apparently it wasn't really implemented until four and it was i I think in halo three it was like a special item that you could have like you could all you everybody had an item and it could be like uh, an extra shield or like an extra grenade and there was like a a, it was literally just a dash it wasn't Mm -hmm. a full sprint it was just like you would be able to move for like three seconds in one direction or something like that yeah not like a Call of Duty or a Gears of War, like push the button, click in R3 uh, to, to da- you know, to sprint. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's, that's been one of the big, like, dividing lines between Call of Duty and uh, uh, Halo. But apparently with the Halo Infinite, that's, that's maybe, uh, that, that, that line is being erased, I don't know. Uh, the word I'd use is nerfed, <laughs> I suppose. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they're they're changing it so it'll only increase your speed by about like twenty five percent, which is not that much, and you can't shoot anything while you're sprinting. Makes sense, but yeah, I guess the only reason so the only reason really you would use your sprint is if you want to do a, a slide dash or something, which I, like it's freaking Mega Man or something. Which that, that 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 that's like the meta for Call of Duty is like you just need to be constantly jumping and slide dashing and and, and I just can't do that and then also be able to get my sights on the head or on the torso that quickly and so I was just like getting smoked by people and I was like yeah well I have a question in Doom do they have a sprint or are you just you're just moving the same speed the entire time right in Doom 2016 you just move hella fast yeah it's just everyone's moving there are ways to increase your gameplay feels awesome dude Doom Doom 2016 multiplayer was fucking amazing again I came really late to Gears 5 and Doom 16 in terms of uh, the multiplayer stuff. So I think that like when those games launched, like uh, I, I get the sense that like no one really liked Gears 5 when it came out. But when I finally got to it about a year or so afterwards, I was like, this game feels awesome and a lot of fun. And I don't know what people are talking about. Uh, I, Them patches. I, I never played Doom multiplayer. Uh, all I ever... I think I played one or two games. I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. And so many reviews are like... Pfft. If not for the multiplayer, this game will be perfect, you know. Uh, and then something I think was when Doom Eternal was announced. I forget what it was, but I just got a bug in my butt. I was like, I'm gonna try this Doom 16 multiplayer. And man, I put like a hundred plus hours into that. That that was so fun. That game, the multiplayer was so underrated. I think I said that multiple times this podcast. I will say it again. Yeah, this is a Stop Skeletons from podcasting bingo episode. If nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Just all the greatest hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From Alaska, Doom 16 multiplayer. My dog poops everywhere. Yeah, dog. Yeah, what else, what else is there? Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. I think it's, that's all the bingo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Derek, how you spell your name? Yeah. <laughs> that's another one. Probably comes up a lot. So what did... So had Halo 4 and 5 went full dash and now Halo Infinite is reining it in because there is still the dash it's a 25 percent increase mm-hmm. are people still outraged or is that actually a it, good it feels compromise? like there's a contingent of people who've been playing halo for forever who just like don't want that they just want to play halo however you know if you're playing in a competitive situation you do have to utilize the sprint you can't just 
have like classic Halo. Uh, Chad is saying that in Halo 5, you could sprint indefinitely. Yep. Uh, but if you're sprinting, your shield does not regenerate, which... Sure, uh, whatever. I mean, even in Call of Duty, you can't shoot while you're stri- uh, sprinting and think, unless you have a perk. But you still heal while you're sprinting. You can yeah. still be like, have the marmalade on your face and dash away and heal. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I think that... I don't know. I think it kind of makes sense to balance it out a little bit. That's so got to be the problem of like... So there's not so much emphasis on speed. Because, dude, Halo used to be... Uh, honestly, it was until Call of Duty 4 came out. Like, Call of Duty 4 was the first game to, like, knock Halo 3 off of... Um, like the top Xbox game. and it was sort of like when Nirvana's Nevermind knocked off uh, Michael Jackson's Dangerous and it was like whoa where did this kid come from it was and that was kind of like the moment where like oh, Michael Jackson kind of fell off a bit you know he, he never quite was the king of pop ever again you know and I don't think Halo was ever quite the undisputed king of Xbox Live after that point because Modern Warfare 1 was such a huge juggernaut and then especially the multiplayer it's as far as I know, um, maybe there was like a couple, a year, maybe like one or s- year or so spread out somewhere. But as far as I know, like since that happened, when mm-hmm. Call of Duty beat Halo, f- until the PlayStation 4, you know, the next generation came out. Yeah. The best selling game franchise yeah. was of all games was Call of Duty. And the best selling version of that game was on the Xbox 360. Yes, yeah. For like the rest, for like a decade. Mm-hmm. Just kind of insane to think about. Even like, even like the Call of Duties that everybody like memed and made fun of and were like dunking on. Like I think like Infinite Warfare and those ones that no one liked. Like World War, Call of Duty WW2 was still like the best selling game that year. And yeah, even though crazy. no one really liked it. But like, I mean... I don't know. I'm getting kind of caught up in that year on year like feature creep thing. I'm thinking about buying Just Dance 2121 <laughs> for my birthday. Dude, slash I'm thinking about receiving it for my birthday. I'm not Derek. I don't I don't wanna here's here's <laughs> the thing. Like I got to watch you and your sisters and your mom all play that game. And uh your mom smoked all of you. I know. I need to she I need to like, practice my steps. It was I don't know. I when she, cause she wants, she, you somehow convinced her to buy a switch. And then she was like, well, what else should I get? And then she saw just dance and your mother is actually, she, she likes to, she likes to dance. She takes tap. She takes tap dancing. dancing. She's adorable. She's, oh, she's like a, a, a tiny version of grace likes to tap dance. It's kind of, yes, she's adorable. Yeah. And, and she um, turned 60 this year. Yeah. And she smoked all y'all, all y'all. And I got to sit back and watch it. It was very entertaining. Um, but maybe, I would love to own every single Just Dance on Wii because up until 2020 or 2019, this it's it it was not too long ago they stopped making Just Dance Wii games. Mm-hmm. Like they stopped making Just Dance on Wii U. Do you remember when before the first, they stopped making Just Dance on Wii? Do you remember when the first Just Dance came out? I don't, but I I'm looking at it. I can go and find out for you. Okay. All right. Find out for me. All right. Okay. He's doing it. 2009. 2009. So that means that there is approximately 12 Just Dances. Um, on a yearly basis. I don't know if it's also like Just Dance Kids, which or I don't know just, if I really want. Just Dance Country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just Dance Heavy Metal. So at least 12, perhaps more. Mm-hmm. That means you have to get rid of nine, 12 other games if you want to do that, Derek. Now I'm going to have a special shelf, just that. Where are you going to put it, though? I'm going to make a, I'm going to get a piece of wood and just 
bolted to the wall and it's going to be this is my just dance okay i'll only allow that if you also make those plant shelves that i've been wanting in the office everywhere on all the windows we don't got room in the office got room in the office maybe okay i'll do I, we can do one in the office but no, yeah sure i saw i saw on tiktok it's like this special special shelf and you can rotate it away from the window she saw it on tiktok it's amazing saw it on tiktok yeah i did that's right you know what else I saw on TikTok? Hmm. Every Just Dance game on Wii, it was beautiful. But also, like, so for Just your, Dance, for your though, your page sounds better than mine. You are you are trying to you you, you, you you're kind of comparing Call of Duty and Just Dance. Uh, I think now that those that comparison's more real than ever because uh, what even is Call of Duty anymore? Because Blackout is like its own separate game. Like for me to install Call of Duty. Black Ops 4, which I don't know if it even came with Blackout, um, but it was like 100 gigs on my PS4. And it's, I I think for the first time, like there is now something bigger than Call of Duty or like they keep splitting. It's crazy. I mean, Fortnite's <sighs> probably bigger than Call of Duty. Oh, for sure. So I, I mean, you that's know, got, that's, yeah, absolutely. You should. It still counts mm-hmm. as a game. But it's like, how many people are going to buy the new Call of Duty game if Blackout is just going to have keep getting updates? You know, if it's going to be similar to Fortnite and Apex, it's just going to be a downloadable. Because there's always that statistic of like, you know, 30% of people only, like, it was like 30% of people like play the, the, the single player. Mm-hmm. Most buy the game and never play a single player. So why put so much money into it? Yeah, I think, especially for that kind of game, I think, yeah, you sh- they probably shouldn't have a single player. <laughs> I, I think in Black Ops 4, I think that was the one. That was the first one that didn't have single player. And I think it sold fine. <laughs> seems, it seems like there's a ton of multiplayer there already. But it's like, for Just Dance, you just add more songs, keep building more songs. Um, for Call of Duty, they, they I think they have similar maps and stuff, but like, you know, they're different developers technically between the games. Like, you know, Zombies mode is only in Treyarch uh, Call of Duty games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't even know what the hell that I, I'm. It's interesting that they have not announced a new Call of Duty yet. But it's, it's because Blizzard Activision seems to be in the middle of something. Um, and I think. It's so difficult to tell how corporations actually move and do. And you get the sense that, like, I'm sure with COVID and all this wonderful new news coming out, I do mean wonderful. It's bad news, but at least we're shining a light on it. Um, I'm these two things combined. I'm sure are really mucking a lot of things up. Uh, and so it's not fun. But, of course, this industry is certainly interesting. But, man, yeah, we are... I mean, don't Call of Duty games usually come out, like, in September, October? We're now in August. Yeah, it's going to be a weird couple of years, for sure, with game releases. I mean, already it's going to be weird. Yeah. But, especially for... uh, Oh, usually November? Okay. So, but still, like... If... For November, for a November release, the game has to be like you would think, like be done by now, right? 
we're in August. At this point, they're like just, you know, Q, QA testing it and, you know, printing CDs and stuff. Um, yeah. Well, on that note, I think we should move on to questions. Yeah. Question and answers. Q and A. Actually, no. Yeah. You know, and, and, and who, we, who, we, you don't need to talk about this. We don't want to talk about that. It's, it's, it's still, it's still terrible. Q and A. Q and A. Oh. Why did you? Why did Launchpad start barking? Hello? Come in. Come in. Yeah, there. <laughs> All right, Launchpad, I don't know. Not Wait. yet. Not yet, buddy. No, no I don't know barking. why that set the dog off. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay. First question from uh, Chev. Special guest to the stream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do the two of you have any interest in the Intellivision Amico? Will you ever oh, get one outside of getting it to be featured in an episode of Past Mortem? Um. So, Grace, jog my memory. No. This is this is different <laughs> Wait, from, no, from, from the Atari. Isn't yes. there also an Atari device that's been a shit show? Yes. Uh, that I, I, I've also been following pretty closely, though. I say that, but I don't remember what their the Atari yeah, box when, is when, called. When the when the when the Coleco the ColecoVision was it was I see I forgot I don't even know what they're called. I the, forget I forget what they are called. It's because it's oh, like the Atari VCS. The Atari VCS the 2021 console that is supposed to come out this year, I think, or maybe it did come out. Okay. Actually, I think it did come out in June. Oh, yeah. Is that is that the one that was like, was it kickstarted or was it just? Yeah, oh, it was. It's it all... was kickstarted. I can't. One of those. Ki- Whoops, sorry. I... One of those Kickstarter boxes. It's a uh, also has an interesting history, but we're talking about the, um, Coleco. Uh, the Coleco vision. Chameleon. Or wait, why did my brain just break? Anyway, so yeah, we're talking about the uh, basically oh, the, inte- the, the television. Okay, see, console. yeah, we probably should do a video just so I can keep all this just so in you'll my be head able to remember because yeah it is kind of confusing it it is but, sort of like two similar things happening at the same time yeah but the intellivision amico so that one is being i guess sponsored pushed by uh that tommy tallarico tommy tallarico as i understand it he is like he he's vice president now he's a of bit of an or, interesting guy yes He's very uh, eccentric. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, he has somehow convinced one of the founders of Xbox to primarily fund the uh, Amico project, which is crazy. I Not Xbox, of Microsoft. I forget who it was. Yeah. I don't want to say Balmer or something like that. No, no. Not he's, right, he's too but... busy with the Clippers right now. Right. He's <laughs> too busy like doing pretty good with the Los Angeles Clippers. But anyway, um, so yeah, there that's happening. It's just kind of... It's just like all of these projects have just been kind of a, a chaotic shit show. I can't think of a better word yeah. right now where it's just, you know, well, it's kind of that typical Kickstarter dribble where promises are made and then walked back and then deadlines are missed. And then there will be a weird angry post about how journalists are out to get them but mm-hmm. really it was like hey maybe you should answer when this console <laughs> maybe you should yeah. just say when this console's coming out or like maybe you should i think in tommy tellerico's I, I believe for him it's like maybe you should stick to just talking to press and not like you know uh catty responses on twitter threatening lawsuits yeah it's 
it's difficult to tell if it you know, the the line between you know a grift and just incompetence and in over your head is sometimes very thin. Sometimes you can't even tell the difference at a certain point. Um, and so I don't know. Yeah, like all all of these would be good videos, but as you can tell, like there's. They, they all kind of run together. I consider them as still ongoing, which yeah. is why we haven't actually done the research. Or I, it's something I've kept up with, but have not cataloged all the way. Yeah, I think, I think we have a document. And we kind of saved a couple of news stories here and there, and been like, "Hey, if we ever jump on this project, like, you know, we have the kind of early rumblings of it." But we're still well. Grace is still, you know trying to get that connect video the and connect before that i'm video. trying to get tony hawk yeah yeah <laughs> well and I, I think my big takeaway on a lot of these consoles is especially the you know intellivision one and the atari one is it it would make so much more sense if they if it was just an app but i think like if you could just sell like here's the yeah. Intellivision collection. No, but like and this it, audience, it goes... they want a physical thing in their living room. They want to feel that joypad. Well, I assume. Maybe I, I assume this is the logic behind and it, then right? Because maybe... you're right. And I'm sure for digitally, that shit does exist. It probably is an app already, well, yeah, right? Yeah, and I mean, because part of it too, like for the, I think for both of these consoles, they want to make them sort of like open and easy for people to develop games for. However, for, I know Who wants for... to develop well go to the pico and do like pico interactive stuff i know and develop on that's why i'm like it doesn't quite make sense because if you're for that to work you need like a huge install base right you need to make it worth people's time to even invest in making a game for this product yeah you know what i mean and so it it doesn't really add up and part of it is just the era that these projects started Mm -hmm. was the Kickstarter era, which you know yeah. we're we're still kind of in the in the end. I mean, I'm not saying Kickstarter's over. No, but like, but it was a different time. You know, it's yeah. A, yeah when it was like Minor Number Nine, Bloodstained, Ukulele, like these big big projects. <laughs> the um, Ouya. The oh yeah, the Ouya, exactly. Um, How, however, there's one exception I would I think people and Shenmue. Yes, I, I was just naming things. I wasn't trying to leave off Shenmue. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but um. For I, uh, people tend to lump in the play date with these other boxes, and I I actually think that play date is different because the core we've co- played them. Well, no, let me say oh, the yeah, core yeah. concept of play date necessitates a physical piece yes. of hardware. Yeah, and because that's the fun part of it is it's this little whimsical Resident Evil crank simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if somebody isn't developing that game right now (laughs) i would love i mean i'm sure playdate would love it too but wouldn't it be awesome if capcom made like as they never they never let's do this yeah i just need a crank Uh (laughs) crank simulator game shinji makami on it and we actually so that is one that we have pre-ordered and it's because i really like i really like the concept of the playdate i'm i feel pretty confident that the games that they have promised to come out will come out. You know, that is all that is a buyer's choice. That is a buyer's yeah. a risk that I'm taking. And but I, I do think they'll come good on it. And I think yeah, the core th- concept the, is so cool. The, the, they have I feel like they just uh, they understand what this is. They're not out here saying we got the future of games. We're like, hey, here's a neat device that's going to play interesting games. This is we're not trying to be the next 
Switch or Game Boy Advance. We are not trying to compete with like smartphones. We are going to make a bunch of really cute, fun, interesting little games mm-hmm. that you were going to play for a couple of hours, several hours, and go neat. And then we're going to release another batch of games, you know, however many weeks later. And you're going to play those and go cool. And it's like, we're not trying to make this revolutionary device that's going to upend the industry. We're just doing something fucking dumb and fun. And that's the thing I, I just, when I saw it, I saw it with my hand. We played it at PAX. We picked it up and like played it. We played this game where you were like uh, late for a date or something like that. So you had to like crank to move quickly and reverse time. And it was, it was an interesting, fun little game. And it was one of the few booths that wasn't like, this is the future of this is the next big MOBA. This is the next big World of Warcraft. It's like, no, this is a fun. I mean, we, we also went to the Stadia panel or mm-hmm. Stadia panel. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> a great shot of me shrugging in front of a giant Stadia uh, uh, mm-hmm. controller going like, yeah, whatever. I, I, I liked it's. I want to say like the lack of ambition, but just whenever you go to a convention and you see a presentation, of course, you got to sell it. This is, you know the best video game of all time this is the best movie ever this is the best album ever you gotta sell it like that um this just felt so down to earth like you, you kind of believe the kayfabe you sit in a chair and you go yeah this is good all oh, the future of you know entertainment is xbox one whatever you know and the, the scope sell- itself was self-contained where exactly. they're like all right we're planning on having you know 10 games blah blah i'm i also am I might not have gotten it if they hadn't also announced that they're going to make the dev kit like open source and like open for people. Yeah. I think it has potential. I don't know. I might regret. I it's very possible that in a year from now or even 6 months from now I will be talking about oh how stupid I am for buying a playdate. But, you know. I think even This I, is not an advertisement for playdate. No, it's not. I but I I, 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 I just disclaimer like we have no relationship with them. It feels like it is. Unless. There are so few things in this industry that aren't trying to be amazing in the next big thing. I just kind of got the sense from them that are like, "Hey, we got we found this really fucking cool thing, and we want to share it with you." Mm-hmm. And I just, I just even, and also that like they had physical copies. Like we, like you hear about the play date. It's got the crank. You're like, okay, well that seems, you know, whatever. But then we had it in our hands. I thought the, the screen's screen, really the nice. The screen looked really nice. The crank actually did feel like it's a, it's a felt sturdy to me. And it just, the, 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 the not even the last, it, it was ambitiously, the, it wasn't ambitious so much. It's just smart. It just knew where its lane was. And I just really appreciate that. It just felt so down to earth. It just like, I didn't have to pretend or go along with yes, they're going to talk about this is a hot new game with cool dubstep music playing over the uh, over the trailer. Then you watch it again, you realize oh, this is actually all just like in-game cinematics, like yeah. pre-rendered cinematic stuff. Um, I just like that. It just felt low-key, and then they're like, "Yo, we're we're going to give you a pen, an add-on for a clock and a pen. Is it a cool pen? No, it. I mean, it's just a pen." It's probably a good pen. It looks cool, but we we added a little extra clock and then a thing for a Wait, pen. I don't know what I don't know what you didn't hear about this. About, no, no, literally, literally, like they said, hey, the playdate's coming out, but we're gonna delay it a little bit to sweeten the deal. We're gonna make this like magnetic thing you can snap onto it. That's a clock, and then another smaller thing you can magnetically snap onto it, which is a little cup that you can put a pen on. But we'll put a pen into, and we're gonna give you a pen with it. We we pre-ordered the special edition one that comes with the pen. Okay. And it's not like this I, don't, is, I know people who are listening right now can't see my face, but I am just like confused. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, whatever. It was in uh, the video was like, is it a special pen? Well, it's like you know, yellow and it fits our aesthetic. But like, no, I like it's, yellow. It's just a ballpoint pen. I love pens. It's not like a pen with a laser pointer I'll and you can use pen, on the screen. My pen container for my desk. I yes. Guess. Oh no, I, exactly. I you won't it. need it. I claim it because our playdate's gonna have the little Dearest thing. Well, you can have the pen, but I want I want the play date. I'll, I'll give them, I'll put pencils in it. You okay, can have the okay. official pen. I feel like I'll put, I feel like we're kind of cranking ourselves out nobody. on this topic. So let, just to conclude, uh, the internal oh, yeah. vision of Miko, <laughs> I think I would. Yeah, it would. Really, I'm only interested in it for the past morning. I don't believe in the project, and I also kind of think that. Tony Tellerico is a bit of a doof. It, it, it's hard not to see this as, oh, if we can just get a bunch of stores like, you know, Walmarts and Fred Myers and Best Buys to buy these and put them on our, put them on the shelves. I mean, there, you know, that's what they want. There is. Yeah. Make, like, I mean, make them make a there quick is buck. some sort of a market for that. I just feel bad for the people who, you know, kickstarted it and aren't getting what they were promised or, you know, whatever. Starting mm. their thing. I mean, like Target has a weird or Best Buy. I forget where I was where I saw a like a little dinky uh, arcade machine for Pac Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's cool. I've been selling a lot of those. Like, I'm, there's like I'm popping up. Like, oh Costco. yeah, they have them at Costco too. Yeah, was, I saw an NBA Jam one up there. I know there's a couple of fighting game ones. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's cool. I don't know. I I kind of get the sense those are actually some pretty legit little machines. The screens look nice. Yeah, nothing else. Uh, all right, got another question. Yeah, from the Brodens. Um, they are asking us, "What is our favorite movie based on a video game?" And if you're in the chat, if you're listening to this somewhere, comment and let us know what your favorite is. Yeah, but what's your I favorite already, one? I already know what mine is. Yeah, favorite video game movie? Go. It is the Ace Attorney movie. Yes, that was made in Japan, and I, I looked it up. You can currently buy it digitally on iTunes. So if you want to watch it, is you, that's it probably subbed the best way or dubbed? Do I don't know. Okay, because if it's subbed, I'm all the way in. The first time I watched it was maybe like five years ago, and I remember we totally just, you know, well, actually, my friend mm-hmm. Drace Dramer <laughs> went online and she found some sort of illicit, you know, v- virus infested corner of the web yeah. and uh, just streamed like a 480p version boom, of it dang, 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 that had subtitles you wouldn't download a car but I, I would stream you know Phoenix right yeah and I I, I mean she found one <clears throat> that had subtitles it was perfect awesome yeah absolutely a great movie in its own right but also an amazing adaptation of an actual game. Like they have, incorporated the gameplay. They incorporated y- yes, scenes yeah. from the first game. They incorporated like the the uh, the facial animations that people get when they're nervous or when they're confident. They just they just nailed it. The world is so wacky and colorful. And it's they perfect. did kind of add like the they they made the court like is 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 it true in the game? Because I'm actually not super familiar with these games. Where like all court all, all court battles have to be three days long. I think and that's right. It, it, it's like it, in in the in the courtroom they have like big computer screens and uh, like that, flashy graphics and stuff. And it's sort of they, they 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 I believe they did kind of have to make it a little more uh, kind of futuristic and and, and wild yes, for the screen. They did, and they they also 
have a thing in the front that explains like this is the future yeah yeah this is not how the court system actually works <laughs> <laughs> like this is for fun but you know like, they, they have a little disclaimer there's a scene where like, like they, when they when they uh like i will submit evidence and like holograms of like the papers will fly in front of the judge or wherever uh, and there's a scene where they talk about like they go back to the past instead of all these holograms. It's like big clunky CRT TVs. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I think what's actually kind of funny. And I think people who who know the name uh, Takashi Miike, uh, sorry, Takashi Miike, he actually directed this. He's also the guy that directed, I think, Ichi the Killer and Audition and like. Did he also do Battle Royale or am I crazy? N- no, he did not do okay. that, but. Takashi Miike is also a director. Apparently, he makes like he has made like a movie a year for like twenty five years. He's the Call of Duty of movies. He is absolutely a workhorse and and like radically wildly different all the way around. So Takashi Miike directed this, uh, which you know not all of his films are great. Yeah, but like dude can direct a Th- damn movie. This is maybe the most perfect video game movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and I I think. <laughs> Maybe it also was like easier to adapt because it is like narrative based or whatever. I don't know if there's something about the Phoenix Wright games that make it easier to adapt versus like Doom or, you know, God forbid, Mario Brothers. <laughs> I feel like it, but, it will be because it's such a like an anime style game in the sense that like so much of the character comes from uh, these these, you know, drawn characters and their wacky facial expressions. Mm-hmm. But the guy that they got to direct uh, to act for Phoenix Wright, uh, you know, the makeup looks great. The hair is on point. Oh god, he's so good. And he, yeah, he's really, yeah, his face is on point. I will say the the gruff police chief who's got the like oh, you know, five yeah. o'clock shadow. I wasn't crazy about the guy that got him. Uh, he's not in the 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 uh, the movie that much, but they they probably could have they should have cast somebody who was just like bigger and buffer or just like a bigger heavier set dude. But I small I didn't detail, have any problems small with problem. Yeah, I I would say that probably the closest to like analog to it like a hollywood movie analog to this phoenix wright movie is probably the speed racer movie i was yeah. on a few years ago and so if you like that movie you should absolutely check out phoenix wright because it's not quite as like fucking dazzling and just, well yeah like we're, we're uh, no there's no car chases you know right. it's it's a different setting uh, but, but honestly but, yeah with with the cool hologram and computer graphics for and how the things uh, are cartoonish and everything's bright and you colorful, know what that is that, that is people have fun hair like yeah it's a speed racer but instead of races you got you know uh uh investigations and courtroom battles so yeah actually it's it's a cartoon in that sense um and just funny well-paced good plot uh that one's so that one's like a, the example <laughs> of a ten out of ten, absolutely. like legitimately a good movie. I would show this to my mom, kind of movie. But here's the thing: I thought about this, and I was like, so if I'm going to put this that at number one, it's no questions. That's my number one. Yeah. What would my number two be? And that's where things get harder. Purely because, what am I going to do? I think I'm going to put the 2005 Doom movie there. Does Wreck It Ralph count? No. I'm, I'm just going to say it doesn't count because it's not based on a video game. I know, but that's why it's good. It's, it's a, a celebration. It's, it is a, Yes, it is a celebration about video games without actually... Yeah. It it's, doesn't count. It should, though. It doesn't. Um, and it I still got a soft spot for the first Mortal Kombat. That's The thing is, I started thinking about... I think about this, like the first Mortal Kombat, even the new Mortal Kombat that came out, was pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. You know what? It's pretty good. I, I love Kano. Kano? 
Yeah. I was called him Kane. But I love Kano. I have a weird crush on <sighs> Kano. Like, it's, I'm embarrassed about it. I don't understand it. When I used to play MK11. I know I said earlier in this podcast that my kink is respect, but not when it comes to Kano. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or you you like the look I of him. I want to be disrespected. The look of him, but then when he's like <laughs> peeing and, and, and eating scorpions off of, a, off of, a, of a, a knife, you know, you're like, I don't like that. Yeah. How would I feel if Kano spit on me? And the answer is I would have mixed feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the honest true answer mm-hmm. so i really enjoyed him i thought he was so funny in that movie he was and no no spoilers for that movie we're not going to really get into the plot i just i enjoyed it <laughs> just not much plot not that there is any yeah exactly. I, you know what no wait there's enough plot it was entertaining it's, yeah no i take that back it's, it was it was enough as what it needed to be i i enjoyed it more than i thought i would mm-hmm. Well, I'll say that. <laughs> Producer Grace gone wild. Yeah. <laughs> gotta gotta put the explicit warning on this episode. Um Yeah. Like there's parts of the first Silent Hill movie I kinda like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched this uh this this YouTube video that kind of broke down the I uh, kind of socio the, the political underpinnings of the Super Mario Brothers movie and kinda like Kind of made me think, like, yeah, that movie was definitely a we- weird for a Super Mario Brothers movie, but like, was kind of interesting politically, I suppose. <laughs> and it's also like, I kind of always respected the Super Mario Brothers movie for like not trying to completely one to one recreate the game. I did always, e- even when I saw it in theaters, I was like, that's kind of cool that they weren't like, oh, let's jump up here and get my mushroom and get the fire. It was, it was, it was trying to ground it in some kind of. Uh, even know if it was i think it was honestly like they had it i mean okay maybe i should i haven't watched like i know gaming historian has done a video on this i'm Mm -hmm. sure there's lots of information out there there's a lot of information there's a lot okay maybe i shouldn't say anything but it kind of feels like they had another movie they wanted to make and then they were able to get funding by from nintendo and so they like well we want this to happen but i guess now it's king koopa and he's still doing the thing i i I think it was more of like nintendo never really care they were t- totally well, hands I'm off sure it with it both. and then i think like yeah there was like the producers wanted something and the directors wanted something else and uh yeah it, yeah. it, it is a fucking interesting that's why that movie has held up it's not in my top two though do song the hedgehog's all right it was okay i thought it was fine yeah i i liked the product placement in that <laughs> is that a weird take I, kinda- I didn't mind the olive garden commercial I, kinda, I wasn't a fan. I know. It's like, I, I don't want product placement in a movie. I mean, you, you're you going to have it no matter what. Like, you can't watch a music video without it being like Beats headphones in your face. Like, it's it's just everywhere. Well, that's 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 a, a music video. Usually, usually movies are not so like kind of like brazen about it. And also like know. Sonic made a couple of comments about like, oh, man, Amazon's so cool. They're going to have these things next year or something like that. And just that just felt kind of weird to say. Maybe I'm just like indoctrinated to it. Like you are talking to a person who watched an entire who's watched all of Riverdale. <laughs> and yeah. in particular, there is an episode of Riverdale that is literally just a Bumble commercial. Bumble. The dating app. Oh, okay. Derek, I have an episode of television we can watch later. All right. Chris, I haven't have, haven't dated in a while. So why would I know what the Bumble is? <laughs> First Resident Evil was great. Yeah, but it was also like not even Resident Evil hardly at all. But I mean, I don't know. I think that still counts. The, the, that's the thing is like the ones the, that don't count. I think Spirits Within doesn't count because it's not based on a game at all. It's and just it's, and it's, it's a it's whole also, new story. It's also 
Like Final Fantasy Spirits. Yeah, them. Final Fantasy Spirits also was not very good. It, such an ambitious film. Man, they fucking went for it. And it watch Final Fantasy Spirits Within. And then pay it close attention to Steve Buscemi's performance. Because behind the microphone, my boy Steve is giving it 100%, showing up on time, hitting his marks. He is a professional. And then look at how the animators just cannot capture his performance. It's just so flat. He's trying to bring the jokes there. He is really bringing the charm. And his character is just so flatly animated. Um, yeah, that, that, that movie opened the week after Shrek. <laughs> week before Shrek? Opened right around Shrek. Oof. Uh, well, yeah. I feel like we, we have a few more questions, but I think we're going to only do one more. And... Oh, I think I, there's one that you could probably crank out real quick. Okay. Quick one. Um, because on, so one final quick one. Yeah, so uh, Jet Brian Radio on uh, Twitter says, uh, recommend- recommendations for games to play while on dog duty. And he has a picture of uh, uh, of his dog um, on the other end of like a pull toy, and he's playing uh, Fantasy Star 4. Um, and I, I typically, man, I give my dog full attention when I'm playing with him. But I do feel like, Grace, you have totally been one hand doing a tug with Launchpad and you are like on your phone or I don't know, Stardew Valley or something. And you're just like waving <laughs> your hand back and forth and he's having the time of his life and you're not even paying attention. No, no and way. Not, oh, sorry. No, not to say that you didn't care. Yeah. But it was like, well, he's satisfied. I guess I'll, you know, work I both. would never do that. But if I were going to do that, <laughs> it would definitely my friend, be my friend, Grace Gramer. Grace Dramer. Yeah. <laughs> Who's an absolute skank? She would probably do it with some sort of tactics role-playing tactics game. Oh yeah, or a like a Breath of Fire style, which I guess is a role-playing tactics game. So there it is. I mean, oh fi- no, Breath fi- of Fire. fire, fire I meant Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend back in college who played the first dis dis discre- dis Disgaea? 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 Disgrega? The like t- the like uh uh. Like isometric, um, turn-based strategy RPG game. That they made like eight of them now. They also made Lapusel Tactics and Phantom Brave. I'm forgetting how to pronounce it correctly. Um, Disgaea. Oh yeah, yeah. D i s g a e a. Yeah. I had a friend who played that, and I think he just loved leveling up and maxing out his character so much. He would go into a match. He would set up a, a turn. He would set the controller down and go to the kitchen and make fucking dinner because because at that point he was like, I think either like the spells were so long or I don't know what it was, but he literally like a turn for him took like 10 minutes. And I was like, dude, just beat the game. He's like, yeah, I could. I could like defeat the final boss in like one move, but I don't know. I just want to keep maxing out. Yeah. But that that's an example Fair. of like, yeah, put it on auto. <laughs> And go make dinner or play with your dog. Yeah. Um, so you, so you should probably play with you should probably go outside and play with your dog. You should. To be fair. Yeah, your dogs need that. They need they need mental and physical uh, attention. We're actually right now one of the training things we're doing with Dollop is um because she's very we used to say she's afraid of being outside, but that's not quite true. She just gets startled easily by noise and she likes to be able to reset. 
whenever like by reset i mean she needs to go to a, a place where she feels 100 percent safe and then go in there and then come back out yeah so we're, we're trying to like make her more comfortable with those noises so actually after this podcast i'm going to sit on my porch <laughs> get a nice drink mm-hmm. like some kind of lemon seltzer and just hang out with her while i do photoshop or i got one quick question though you know i can ask this one quickly okay and i really like this is from brian bear on twitter which quake do you prefer castle filled lovecraft quake like the original or space age cyborg infested quake like the sequels this person uh prefers the original love lovecraft inspired one myself um and i would agree i think the strong or whatever that happened you know in, in quakes two and four uh weak lame so this I, is a question you're asking me huh no I, do, you, do, do you have an opinion on Quake? No, I don't. So that's why I'm doing it quickly. Okay. Yo, Quake 1 is underrated. Uh, I think the single-player campaign for Quake 1 is pretty great. I, I love that. I'm just saying, to me, it's very strange that, uh, you know, Doom 64 really took Doom, and, and also Doom on the PlayStation, really pushed Doom into a very horror aesthetic, horror, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, sound from, a, from an aural perspective and a visual perspective kind of took it more to the horror and less of like straight metal and more of a, of a scary horror game. Um, and then you had Quake 1, which was definitely a step in that horror direction. And then Doom 3, which kind of like doubled down on the horror stuff. People talk about Doom 64 like it's just, it's just a mod, but I don't know. The team that made that game seems to have had some kind of influence on, on it, maybe. I don't know. But I would love to see uh, Quake come back and and do that style again. But I feel like the you know Doom sixteen and Doom Eternal kind of took a little bit of that Quakeness and just kind of kind of kind of borrowed that. So I think if we did ever see it on the Quake, it would be with the Strog again, um, which I just was never a huge fan of. I, I like my spooky castles and stuff, and not my big. Uh, factories with uh with the cyborg monsters that's gonna do it and that's and that's that is all put a button on that man 50 episodes i think this the early days of this podcast actually kind of went back and forth between different purposes and 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 uh uh titles and stuff and also people who are um listening to this on spotify Mm -hmm. on you know through itunes or whatever their pod catcher of choice may be will be a little confused because i believe you cannot like download 50 episodes through yeah that form so it's it's really 50 episodes in our heart and on our patreon it's been like 12 of those yeah (laughs) on spotify (laughs) everyone's like this is episode three what's happening yeah I, i need to go through well at least we are numbering them but it's yeah. like, I think only since, you know, it's been a little over a year since if you want to listen to all of them, stuff. I think you're just going to have to pay a dollar and go on the Patreon. I'm sorry. Like, I, I do <laughs> there, need to. I don't, there's not an easy way to do it. And I, I kind of don't want to gum up our feed. I think we're fine starting from now. If I can, like, upload them, but so they don't appear as, like, new episodes. No, you, I don't think you can do that. Then I don't know how I want to, yeah, how I want to deal with that. I don't think we should. Um, And also there's the issue of, like. Unless we wanted to make, like, a 10 hour well, it's well like, actually, it would have to be like a 50-hour video on there's YouTube, There's like, huh? te- te- technically, you know, a lot of those episodes were Patreon exclusive. Yeah. So I don't know if we want to still, you know, they're like four years old at this point, three years old at this point. I don't know if that's something we really need to stay true to, but like... No, 
that's um, yeah i think we should mm-hmm. keep them on the patreon yeah yeah so i think with that said that like yeah we are episode 50 but uh you know stop skeletons and fighting uh the channel this is stop yeah. skeletons and podcasting the podcast but our channel you know we've we've had this patreon stuff and we've had that we've kind of had to go through a lot of evolutions shift and change see what works see what doesn't um and we've been able to do that with uh, your support so if you were listening to this podcast uh hey man maybe think about giving us a buck on helping us support us out let us know if we got a little fun community and or, we like to do all kinds of fun or stuff or actually and if you can't do that yeah if you can't uh i guess rate this podcast mm-hmm. and or just you know tell a friend tell a friend about this fun and watch show. our youtube videos yeah um, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, we are going to be back with another podcast on... Well, here's the thing, Grace. Okay, so me. August um, has five Mondays in it. Okay. And because we missed the first Monday... I think we uh, should come back on the 23rd. We should do the 23rd, even though that is going to be not the third Monday. However, it is going to be two weeks from this podcast, and it'll be two weeks from the first Monday in September. So actually, we come back on the 23rd. Yeah. It still keeps us on a good kind of two-week click, and then we'll be able to just transfer right back into September. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be first and third um, until we get to November, which is going to be another like five-day, uh, five-Monday situation. So perfect. So uh, we will record this podcast again on Monday 23rd for mm-hmm. our Patreon supporters. If you do not are not on the Patreon, you will hear it the next day on mm-hmm. the 24th. And also for the record, Tuesday. by the time, again, once again, by the time we get to the uh, the next episode, it will have been Grace's birthday. Thank you. So everybody wish Grace a uh, happy 30th birthday. Thank you. Welcome to the 30, the 30, the, the flirty 30s, baby. Yeah. You're here. I'm excited. Yeah. It, it, you wake up one day and you're 30 and you're like, oh, I don't. It's all right. I was just, just casually fine. flirting before, but uh, now it's time. Now it'll be real. Turn up the flirt. <laughs> all right. Well, have a good night, everybody. Everybody, Thanks good again. night. Bye.